Hello, everybody. Welcome back for another episode of the Byword Show. So glad you're here. Today's going to be a fun one. I've got my friend Gretel with us today, Gretel Schoonover. She is so fun to follow on Instagram, and she actually just started her own podcast. So I was like, we got to have you on the Byword Show because what you're doing is amazing. You are empowering women in all kinds of ways, and I'm just so excited to dive in today and to hear more of your story. So before we get started, you guys, make sure you hit pause, take a screenshot share it, tag us, let us know you're here, and then come back and we'll dive right in. Okay, so Gretel, before we get started, will you just introduce yourself, tell us a little bit about what you do? Yeah, sure. My name is Gretel. Um, I am actually an accountant for my nine-to-five job, um, and I've been doing that for about six years. I've been with the company I worked for for 11 years, which is crazy, but I've always had, yeah, so crazy. So I've always had a, a lot of like side passions, side hustles. I've done everything from being a makeup artist to um, fitness trainer, like all the different things. And I've always just felt really like I had to choose one thing and I was like being put in a box, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And more recently, I just decided, you know what, I'm just going to like combine all the things that I love um, and start sharing about all of them. So that's kind of what I've been doing. Um, And the whole mindset behind it is that pursuing growth and just pursuing the best version of yourself and all of those things, like whether it's skin, um, fitness, you know, like hair, all the different things like self-love, all those things combined into creating just who we are as individuals. So there's no real reason to feel like you have to focus in on one specific thing if you love all those things. So that's wow. kind of what I do on the side on Instagram. And thank you for saying you, you enjoy following me. That means the world to me. Um, I really just try to be, you know, myself and I'm kind of goofy and sometimes <laughs> super serious and um, whatever the day holds, you know? So I yeah. That. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that. And Right off the bat, I, I'm glad that you mentioned that about feeling put in a box because mm-hmm. I have felt that so many times, especially in the social media world, because there was, I feel like a couple years ago when more people were taking social media seriously, there's this emphasis on you have to niche down and you have mm-hmm. to figure out your brand. And like, I always struggled with that because I'm a mom and I have a podcast, mm-hmm. but I like to write. And I also like, you know, like it was just very random things. And I was like, mm-hmm. I don't know how to fit this together, but I can't choose one. So I love that you have just done that. You've just let yourself show up in every part of who you are. And I think that's why it's so fun following you is because so many women are drawn to that. They're like, oh my gosh, like I love just the freedom of being Mm -hmm. able to do whatever I want, like sharing whatever I want. It doesn't have to fit in a box. So what has your journey been like leading up to that? Like, did you have to kind of process through that before you got to a point where you're like, you know what? whatever. I'm just going to share it all and see how it goes. Yeah, totally. So I actually started out my Instagram, um, just sharing about fitness and I was struggling so much with that because I, again, I really felt like, okay, this is all I can share about. And yes, it's something I'm very passionate about and something I was very involved in, but I feel like I almost went deeper into it than I ever really meant to, because I Mm -hmm. felt an obligation to it. And I finally decided like I, I was doing fitness, um, sharing stuff, sharing photos. I was 
bodybuilding. Um, and it was my whole world. And I started getting this, I started getting really big and I started getting this attention, um, on Instagram that I didn't like. And some Mm -hmm. people might like it totally. Okay. It wasn't my thing. It kind of gave me the ick. It just Mm -hmm. didn't vibe with me. And it made me not want to be on the platform. And I had to sit down and think like, what do I want from this? And what I wanted was a community of women. Um, I wanted to build friendships, build relationships, have people in my DMs asking for advice. Like that's what I, my desire was in my heart. So I was like, how do I switch the direction of this to bring those people, to attract those people that I'm looking for? And what that is, is like really looking at your life and being like, okay, what are all the things that I love and how can I share about those things authentically? And so that Mm. it took some time and it was like really uncomfortable at times where I would get on and like do my makeup and be like, nobody wants to see this. Like people want to see me working out, you know? And it also took sacrificing a lot of the following that I had because a lot of those people like aren't interested in what I post now, but I had to realize like, those aren't the people I want here. So even though it's a big number, I don't care because what the people I want are going to be the people who stick around and who send me DMs and have conversations with me. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's it's kind of been like, it's been a year since I made that switch. Um, and I've been doing a lot of reflecting on it actually, because it's crazy how that year has gone down and like how much I've changed in that time. And I'm so grateful I made that choice for myself because I was miserable. Like I really, Mm. I hated opening the app, you know? Um, yeah, I almost never talked like on my stories like I do now or anything like that. Um, cause I just didn't want to hear it. Like I didn't want the messages that I was getting, um, at the time. So yeah, Mm -hmm. man, that's, that's crazy though. Thinking about it because a year in the scheme, big scheme of things, it's kind of a short amount of time Mm -hmm. to do a full transition because, I'm sure it was a little bit difficult. I mean, I I have seen that like on a smaller scale in my own life as you know, I I started sharing about one thing and then I'm like, you know, I really do want to incorporate or like becoming a mom or adding something else into my life and then starting to share about that is kind of weird, but I'm glad that you mentioned, you know, it does cost you some followers who aren't interested in the new thing. And that can be hard. I feel like mm-hmm. for some people to be like, well, I don't want to lose the followers or I don't know if people will want to hear what I, what else I have to say. How did you start to overcome some of the discomfort and the fear maybe even that came with that transition? Yeah, I think it's, I just had this weird comparison pop in my head and I don't even know if it's going to make sense, but um, like when you're a fitness trainer, you always tell your clients, like, don't worry about the number on the scale because there are so many different metrics that go into that number and it doesn't really mean anything, right? So you want to focus more on how you look, how you feel, how much weight you're lifting, those kind of things. So I kind of had to, first of all, like have a talk with myself and be like, okay, I'm prepared to have less likes, have less views. Um, because I literally like, because I changed my bio and everything, like Instagram started shifting who they showed my stuff to. Mm -hmm. Um, and I kind of had to, yeah, have that conversation with myself. And it was either like, I was kind of at the, at this, uh, fork in the road where I was like, I'm either going to get off Instagram completely, or I'm going to take a risk and, and change it up. And it's going to be uncomfortable for me. Um, I'm, very much of a person who loves 
a challenge, loves to get uncomfortable, even though like in the moment, I'm like, I hate this. Um, <laughs> I know I'm going to like love it at the end of the road. Um, and so, yeah, I, ha- I had that kind of conversation with myself and I was like, I'm going to just try it out. And it was like, it was hard. Like I remember showing up and feeling like imposter syndrome where you show up and you're like, mm. I don't belong here. Like this isn't what people want to see. And I kind of had to just start thinking like, I always tell people who come to me about how do you talk on your stories all the time? Like I pretend I'm talking to my best friend. Like I don't even go back. I don't look at it. I don't look at who, who watched it. And I kind of had to set these boundaries for myself in order to get to that point where I was like, I'm not going to go look at the number anymore Mm. because the number was going down like a lot. And I was like, I'm not going to go look at it. I'm just going to focus on the metrics that I want to rise. So like how many women are in my DMs? How many new people Mm. I'm connecting with? Um, You know, how many people are asking for links, asking for advice, like want to know what my routine is or whatever. And so like I shifted my metric system to being this other thing that I could look at and see a growth in. And I was seeing a growth in that area. Um, And I think that's, it still is like, it's still a lot smaller on the other end, but I'm starting to see more of this trust building and relationship building. And that's what like sets my soul on fire. And that's what keeps me going because I'm like, even though the number on my following count is going down or my views are going down, it's, it doesn't matter because I'm connecting with more people than I ever was before. So that's what really matters Mm -hmm. because the number doesn't, you don't even know who, how many of those people are, are seeing yourself or liking yourself like genuinely. But the, when you build those relationships, that's when you start to see like, Oh, I'm actually making a difference. And so that's kind of how, that's kind of what shifted for me when I started to see those relationships growing. And I was like, okay, I have 25 DMS today. I used to have five from people I actually want to respond to, you know, (laughs) like I have plenty of like, messages from guys or whatever but like <laughs> I was ignoring and you know what I mean and now I can actually go into my message requests and and actually see like oh I want to respond to these ones whereas before I was like it was so congested with stuff I didn't want to see that I wouldn't even go in there mm. um so that's kind of the shift and I think going back to your question about the fear part is you have to take baby steps like you can't mm. look at it from a big picture and be like this is what I want to be. I want to have 20,000 followers and hundreds of DMs and all these brand deals. Like that's not going to happen overnight. So you have to take very bite-sized baby steps Mm -hmm. and start reaching out to people, start building relationships, start learning what other people have done and just do it in tiny, tiny steps. And then those tiny steps all kind of add up together to be something bigger. And I'm still in the process of that. So And it's still scary, but I remember like hearing those voices in my head that were like, you can't do this. What are you thinking? You're Mm -hmm. crazy. And just being like, no, shut up. (laughs) Like (laughs) literally, like, I'm just going to shut you down. Like, I'm not even going to try to like, I'm not even going to try to say the opposite because I know that's clearly not where my head is right now. So instead, I'm just going to shut you down. I'm going to go for a walk. Mm -hmm. I'm going to journal. I'm going to do something that I love. And in a little bit, I'll feel better. 
and then I'll get back to it instead of like going down that road of letting that fear take control of you and like overcome you and keep you from doing the things that you actually want to do. Yeah, totally. Wow. That's really cool. I love, I I really love that comparison of like looking at the (laughs) scale and basing it all on a number. Like it's so easy to do that as women, like whether it's Instagram followers or the amount in your bank account, like whatever. And I love that you kind of made that shift to get off the hamster wheel because I mean, how often, honestly, do we look at all these other people and what they're doing to be quote successful and what they're saying other people should do to be happy or to live their best lives. And it's not one size fits all, right? Mm -hmm. Like you really just have to decide. Like you said, I love that. Like what matters to you, not followers. It's like, how many people are you connecting with and Mm -hmm. actually making a difference in their lives? That is so powerful. Like that's the stuff that actually matters. And, and it's just so freeing because then you can let go of all this other stuff that gets in the way of actually doing the the powerful and purposeful part of that. That is so cool. Yeah, and I mean, I think that those things take time to get to that point. But it's like, if a year from now, I'm in this same place because I'm just not going to do anything, like, that's so much worse than if I just try. You know? Mm. Like, if I just go for it and try and or keep going, if I'm in the middle of it and it's getting hard and I'm scared, and I don't feel like it's working out or going as fast as I want it to, or I see someone else, and there seems like they're going way faster than me. I have to just be like, you know what? I'm just going to keep putting one foot in front of the other because I know I'm going to get a year down the road and look back and be like, wow, look how far I've come versus getting a year down the road and being like, I haven't done anything, which Mm. I've had years like that, you know? Yeah. And I don't want to have any more years like that. (laughs) Um, So um, I think taking small steps is so much better than taking no steps at all. Yeah, man, that's so good. That reminds me of a quote I heard a couple years ago about how the pain of change is so much better than the pain of staying exactly the same. And it's so Mm -hmm. true. Like, I feel like it doesn't take long for you to learn that when a year has passed and you're like, I'm exactly in the same spot. Like something needs to change. Mm -hmm. And so that is such a good point. I'm glad you brought that up. So something else that you talk about that I think is just such a needed conversation is this idea of so many women with big dreams who end up making themselves small. Like how has that played out in your own story? And then like, what are some of the conversations you've started to have with other women about the same thing? Yeah, I definitely struggle with this. I still struggle with it. Um, I struggled with it before I started my podcast. Uh, something that I really like just felt this tug about and I was getting like anxiety about not Mm. doing it, which is kind of another thing that I'll get into. But I think that we look at people who are doing amazing things and we, in our minds just think, I can't do that. Like, that's so cool. She's so incredible. I wish I could, but I can't. And we mm. we shut ourselves down the moment that we say that we can't. And like you said, we make ourselves small in the sense of like, I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. And it's like, what's the difference between you and that person? There is literally zero difference. I mean, maybe if they're like a neuroscientist, like, yeah, there's <laughs> a big difference. But like someone who's creating a podcast or someone who's not, or someone who's writing a book or someone who's not. There is no difference except for that they are taking action and you are not. And you are sitting in that space of comparison and you're looking at them and saying, 
wow, how cool that they can do that. I wish I could, but I can't. And you have to stop telling yourself that you can't. That is the absolute first step. I recently started um, selling uh, skincare and stuff like that. And I was seeing all these girls just take off and do amazing things. And I was like, I kept telling myself, like, I can't sell. I can't sell. I'm just not good at that. I'm, I'm just, people don't want to buy from me. And I was like, literally catching myself, like, why am I saying that I can't do this when I've never even tried? Mm. So that I think is the biggest thing. We, we make ourselves small in the sense that we're, we're saying that we can't. And you have to stop saying that you can't. And the thing that I started to do instead of saying that I can't is saying, I'm going to learn instead of saying like, I will do it or I'll, you know, like I'm going to learn how to do it because when you're a kid, like your parents are like, you can learn how to do anything, right? You can go to soccer camp. You can go to sewing (laughs) school. Like there's everything that is possible, right? When you're a kid, you can learn how to do anything. And somewhere along the line, when we become adults, we start to think that what we're doing and what we already know how to do is all that we can do. And that's just mm-hmm. not true. You can at any point, and in a lot of ways, when we're adults, we have more ability to learn than we do when we're kids. But for some reason, as adults, we shut that down and we think like, well, I guess I'm like, I've maxed out on learning. Like, I can't, <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like, yeah. no, like, I didn't know how to start a podcast. I had no idea. And I started talking to people and researching it, but I still came from that position of being in the space of, I can't and having to shift to a space of, I'm going to learn. And that's all you have to do. And then once you start to learn, you can figure out like, okay, maybe this isn't for me. I don't really love this or, Mm -hmm. oh, actually like this is not as hard and you start to get that like inspiration and then you start to get driven by that. And I think before you try, you're in the space of there is no inspiration. All you have is that spark and you want to do something with it, but you're like, I don't know. They, they had help. Like they probably didn't, you know, (laughs) like they probably were in the same position as you. They just were there a year ago you know, Mm, and you're here now. So again, where do you want to be a year from now? Do you still want to be playing the small game, comparing yourself to people and wishing that you could be them? Or do you want to get out of your comfort zone and try to create the life that you really have a desire in your heart for? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That's so, so good. And I think what you said about taking action and then getting the clarity is so true. I mean, there's so many times in my life where I look back and I'm like, why didn't I just try sooner? Mm -hmm. Like I would have known so much quicker that this is the thing, or this is not the thing for me if I had just taken one baby step. And so that is just such like a, Mm -hmm. it's just something I feel like we don't get to experience a lot because we talk ourselves out of it. So I love the little shifts that you've made that have just given yourself permission to try. I think that's huge. So when it comes to getting out of your comfort zone and making that shift to, I'm going to learn, what are some of the resources that you turn to? Or are are there any things that have helped you in the learning process as you are taking those steps that you would recommend to somebody else who's in the the kind of switch of, okay, maybe I'll try. Like, where would you go first? Um, YouTube, (laughs) like, honestly, it's such an amazing resource. And the cool thing about it is that most of the people posting on YouTube 
started from nothing, right? So they yeah. started somewhere and they didn't know anything and then they built on that. So I would say that's a really safe space to go where you're not even having to talk to somebody yet. You're just going, looking up videos. Like usually once you start to look one thing up, it'll kind of other stuff will pop up that has to do with it, you know, and some videos won't be helpful. Some will, you never know. Literally, that's how I learned how to pay off my hospital bills. Like another story, but like <laughs> it, it literally, when I started YouTubing stuff, I started to realize like, oh, actually like all this information is out there. You just have to find it. Yeah. Um, and it's funny because when I was in school, I always said like, um, again, I'm not good at researching. Who's not good at researching? <laughs> but like, I genuinely was like, in my mind, like people would be like, I'm going to research that. I'm going to like research for this paper. And I was like, oh, I'm not good at that. And like, I just didn't understand what that term even really meant. And really, it just means like, finding resources and reading up on things, right? So YouTube is a great, great source. I mean, like, yeah, honestly, it's free. And totally free, totally free. And that's the other thing is like you can totally also find courses that cost a lot of money. And eventually, I think once you realize you're serious about it, like I've done certain like mastermind courses and stuff like that on things that I have certain weaknesses in, like time management and stuff like that. Super great. You can do that for literally anything. But before you put money out there, make sure that you're serious about it because otherwise you're just going to be wasting your money and you don't yeah. have to put money out there. It's just, sometimes it's more like organized way of finding what you need. And then also social media, like now you can like search stuff on Instagram. Um, and I am lucky enough that I have tons of friends, you know, like all these people, but like, if you follow somebody who is doing something that you have a desire to do, um, reach out to them. Like, what do you got to lose? Nothing. Yeah. Just ask them, like, how'd you get started? Or like, try to ask specific questions. That's something that when people come to me and ask me questions, it's very helpful if it's a very specific question and not like super vague. Because if you ask somebody like, how did you get so many followers? Like, they're going to be like, ah, uh, I don't really know. <laughs> like, you know, the algorithm right. liked me right? one day. <laughs> yeah, um, that's so true. <laughs> yeah. But if you ask something, somebody something specific, like, can you give me some tips on starting a podcast? Like, you know, like what microphone did you use? What um, website or, you know what I mean? Like those yeah. kind of questions to somebody who actually has a podcast. Like, I know that I asked somebody that and she literally like laid it all out for me. And I was like, okay, now I have to do it because that's way too easy not to, <laughs> you know? Um, but if I hadn't asked her, like I would have probably had to find it all on my own. So ask people, you know, the closer you are to somebody, the better. But if it's somebody, if it's a complete stranger, just ask. And I think yeah. that sometimes people are like, oh, like they go ask like the biggest influencer. And like, they're not going to respond to you, not because they don't care, but because they have hundreds of DMs and they cannot get, to, like, they cannot, they might not even see it. So yeah. go find somebody who has like under 10,000 followers, under 5,000 followers, who's doing something that you want to do and doing it well. And maybe they haven't gotten to a hundred thousand followers yet, but 
who cares? Like they're still doing it. So go ask them because they're in that journey and they're going to be somebody who's going to be more inclined to be able to help you. Um, and that goes for anything, not just like social media in general, but like maybe you want to start a clothing line, go ask a smaller business mm. um, because it's going to be more fresh for them too. And it's not going to yeah. be like, Oh, let me go in my 10 year back archives of when I started this right. company, you know? So I think that those are great ways to, that's actually something I was thinking about doing whenever I started like trying to figure out what I wanted to do. I was like, Oh, maybe I'll do like an athleisure line. Like I love athleisure. And yeah. I started to research it and I was like, mm, this feels like a lot of work. Like, <laughs> I don't know if I really want to do this. I don't know if I have the money to start it right now. So I'm going to put it on the back burner. But yeah. like, that's what happens. Like you start just because you start to pursue something and then you decide you don't want to go in that direction anymore. Yeah. does not make you a failure, you know? So you have to kind of like get past that too of realizing like, I'm going to figure it out. And the first thing I try might not stick and that's okay. You might have to try a few different things. And then there along the way, like when you open yourself up to that, I feel like there's kind of this voice in your head that starts to like, okay, Hey, you, this is like, you have a desire for this and you might start, you might ignore it at first. Like that's kind of what I did with podcasting. Like every time I would listen to a podcast, I'd be like, yeah, I like, <laughs> I, I would be so good at this. Yeah. And then I was just like, mm -mm, not going to do it, you know? But it was like that tug and it was always there. And so you kind of start to be able to recognize those voices a little bit more when you start to actually get out of your comfort zone and try new things and try to kind of pursue different things yeah. and see what fits and what doesn't. Totally. I think that's excellent advice because I can absolutely relate. When I was thinking about starting my podcast, which was, I mean, for years. And I've told you guys about this before on the show about like, it finally just came down, came down to my husband saying, just do it. I'm so tired of hearing you talk about it. Just, just start it. And I was the kind of person that I, I wouldn't want to start anything new until I had every bit of information, until I had the best equipment and all the money I needed to invest in myself and the best course. And like, I was until I felt like I was perfect and could do it without failing. And that held me back for so long because once I finally started the process, and I mean, you guys, I've told you this, like I started my podcast with a $20 Amazon mic and my Apple headphones and you learn as you go and you grow as you go. But if you never give yourself the permission to try because you're afraid of failure or you feel like you can't, or, you know, like, it can be as easy as reaching out and asking somebody who's a few steps ahead of you, like, hey, I don't know everything, but you know more than I do. So what would you recommend? You know, and it's just all it takes is just one step forward. And then you really just learn so much as you go. And I mean, that's all of life, right? And so I'm so glad you mentioned that fear of failure, because I think that really holds so many women back and it does not have to. Yeah, absolutely. And I was the same way. I'm, I'm the exact same way. I was like, I'm going to be, everything has to be perfect. And like yeah. 10 years ago, I wanted to start a blog and I didn't know how to create a website. And so I never did it, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's just yeah. something I never did because I was waiting to be perfect. And, you know, like looking back, I'm like, man, I wish I had just gone for it because mm -hmm. think about how far 
along I would be now if I had just gone for it back then. And you're like, the reality is, is like, you're not going to be perfect. The way to get to where you want to go is to just start. And, you know, like, like you said, like you build as you go and then you get, and we're never going to be perfect because there is no such thing as perfection. But like, if you try to put all those pieces together, you're going to have all the pieces together and you're still going to not going to know what you really want from that. So you might have everything and then you might just let it sit because you still have to do the action part of it. And the action part right. of it is honestly the hardest part. Um, totally. So yeah. So just start with that action and start with the imperfection. Like when I launched my podcast, I was like, I don't know how to add intro music yet, whatever. Like I'm just going to put it out there and we'll grow. Like eventually I'll add that in and you know, like eventually I'll figure all of that out. I just want to get it out there because then I have a responsibility and then I Mm. have to keep showing up and I can't just keep putting it off. Yeah. And so like, I think that that is just such good advice too, is like, just start, stop waiting for yourself to be perfect. You're not ever going to be perfect. Like, that's kind of like, I keep doing gym references, but like, it's kind of like never showing up to the gym because you're waiting to like look a certain way before you go. Mm. But like, you have to go to get to the point where you're going to look that way or feel that way. (laughs) So like, you can't get there without showing up and you're not going to, you can't possibly be perfect when you show up. Um, And that's for, you know, everything in life. Right. Oh yeah, totally. That's such a good point. And you even talked about this earlier as well. Like, Everybody who starts something started as a beginner. Like mm-hmm. nobody who starts something knows every piece. And I mean, it's so funny. I've I've heard bigger influencers or people who now have successful businesses, whatever, like they talk about how if you scroll back on their Instagram feed, you can see all the embarrassing photos of when they first started. Or like, I mean, I've been doing this podcast for almost two years now and I am like, I, I resist with everything I have to go back and listen to my first mm-hmm. episodes because I feel still like I'm a beginner, but I've already grown so much. And it's just, it's really cool. Like when you just let yourself try and you get in the process, you're just like, ah, oh, I love this. And it's worth continuing to learn. Mm-hmm. And everybody I've talked to, and I'm sure you can really, is like, I'm so glad I did this. I wish I had done it sooner. Oh, absolutely. And I think that what we forget when we're trying to be perfect is that, like you said, like that journey that you go on from being a beginner to learning and growing along the way, that's where the excitement is. And that's where like that really good feeling of like, oh, I'm doing this. I'm putting this out there. Like I'm, you know, staying true to myself and my desires and um, pursuing growth. And like, if you were just already had it all together and you were just doing it, then like it would take the joy out of it and it would take the excitement out of it because you would just, it would be like going to work every single day, you know, like we're like, we're all looking for this thing outside of our nine to five jobs (laughs) or whatever. But like that thing is the pursuit of that thing. Mm. And I think that that's what people are so scared of, but you're scared of it because you're scared of the unknown part of it. You're not scared of the actual 
thing. So just get into it. And like, literally, once you get into it, that unknown part goes away. Because now, you know, you know, and it's like, that has held me back again. Same thing, like from so many different things. Mm -hmm. And I would always wait for things where I was like, okay, I have like, a plan. Like that's why I got into bodybuilding because it was like, oh, just follow these instructions and you'll, you know, do great. And (laughs) I was like, okay, cool. Like I just have to check a bunch of boxes every day. Like I can do that. And there was literally like no joy in it for me because Mm. all I had to do was show up every day and eat a certain meal plan and show up to the gym and do stretches. Like it was so, there was just like, no unknowns. There was nothing that was exciting about it. It was just like, here, like you just do this. And honestly, like I spent two years doing that and not doing anything else. And when I look back at it and when I decided to quit, one of the things that I realized was I am distracting myself from what I know I really want to do. Mm. And it's not this, and I'm not even sure what it is. I just know it's not this. And I know that this is giving me kind of this temporary feeling of like pride for myself or like I'm accomplishing something, but really I'm not accomplishing anything because when I walk away from this, I won't have anything left. Like I'm going to lose that physique. Mm. Uh, The medals don't matter, you know, like, but what I really want is to build a legacy and to build a life and to build something that I can look back on and be like, wow, that's incredible that I did that. Like, I'm so proud of myself. And so I got to this place where I was like, I'm distracting myself. What am I doing? I like kind of fell into a depression because I just like didn't know what to do with myself. I didn't do anything. Mm. I like stayed up late, slept in until right before I had to go to work. Like I just wasn't living my best life. And I kind of had to get to this moment of like, this isn't it. Like, Mm -hmm. this is not it. And I got to start figuring out what it is because it's not this. And that's where you kind of have to just start trying things and allow yourself to fail and allow yourself to realize, like, this is for me. This isn't for me. Um, I'm going to pursue this for a little while and see how it goes, you know. And, you know, just start writing stuff down. Like, start writing down when you have ideas and things that you're like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like, I'd like to learn more about that. And that's where that learning thing comes in too, because the more you learn, the more you realize like what is for you and what isn't for you. Right. That's such a good point. And I think it kind of even goes back to what you were saying before about deciding for you what really matters Mm -hmm. as far as metrics, because you're right. If we don't know that, then we're just spinning our wheels trying to do all the things and then not moving forward in any Mm. direction because we're using so much of our energy. We're spread so thin. I mean, I've been in that season of life so many times and it is exhausting. You end up just totally drained mentally, physically, emotionally in all the ways. And so that's such a huge key piece. I feel like for women, especially to get to is like, I can't, I can't be pulled in every direction. I need to figure out like what actually matters for me and that legacy that you mentioned, like that's what it's about. Like what mm-hmm. what do you want your life to leave? Like how do you mm-hmm. want to impact the world around you, the people around you, your family? Like just getting really honest with yourself about that and getting that kind of vision and clarity 
it, it just changes everything. So I'm really glad you mentioned that as well. Something else I wanted to mention before we go is the fact that you still work a nine to five. Like you have not <laughs> quit your job to pursue any of these things or try any of these mm-hmm. things. And that's really refreshing because as somebody who's also a creative and multi-passionate and like wants to try all the things, but you, you see so many people on Instagram who are like, quit your day job, pursue your dreams and all the things. It's like, it doesn't even have to be that. Like Mm -hmm. you can try right alongside everything else that you're doing. So I just, I love that. I I love that you have just given yourself space to try. You've switched your mindset to just, I'm going to learn. I'm going to take one baby step forward. And that's such a realistic and doable example for women, I feel like. So Thank Mm -hmm. you for that. Before we go, is there anything else that you would want to say to a woman who's just been afraid to start or she's been playing small? Yeah, I think genuinely going back to like when you reach the end of your life, do you want to look back on it and be like, I didn't do any of the things that I had a desire to do? Because at the end of the day, like I think a lot of times, you know, we didn't even really get into this, but we think like about what everybody's going to think about us. And like Mm. at the end of the day, it's just you with you. So like, what do you want to think about yourself? Like, do you want to be proud of yourself? Do you want to feel like you've accomplished the things that you want to accomplish out of your life? Like, and it doesn't even matter. It doesn't have to be this big heroic act. Like maybe it's just learning how to cook, you know, just, Think about that and think about even just the person, like we said, like one year from now, five year from five years from now, like try to imagine yourself in that position of being in that place and being like knowing how to do those things that you wanted to learn how to do. And also focus on one thing at a time. That's like the last thing that I would say Mm. is that's something that really helped me when I was trying to figure stuff out because I had, like you said, like all these different ideas and all these things. And I do work nine to five and I do work out every single day. Like I have certain non-negotiables in my life. So sit down, figure out your non-negotiables, think, look at what time you have left and then pick one thing and pursue that thing. And then once you pursue it enough to know if that's your thing or not, either let it go and move on to the next thing or keep going with it. But don't try to do so many different like, oh, I'm going to have my toes in all these different spots at once because then you're not going to really fully be able to immerse yourself in something enough to know if that's what you love or not. And it's Mm -hmm. like, it sounds like you're like, oh, well, that's so time consuming. It's like, no, but you're going to spend a lot less time if you fully immerse yourself in one thing and be like, oh, this is it. Or no, this isn't for me. And you can go ahead and move on from it because you've spent enough time to know whether or not that's for you. And then you can go try the next thing. And totally. Again, it might take a couple tries, but you're a lot more likely to find that thing that you're looking for, or maybe you already know. So go all in on that one thing and try not to, you know, put your blinders on and try not to get distracted by all these little other things other people are doing and just worry about what you're doing. Man, that's so, so good. I loved all of this. I hope you guys have enjoyed this (laughs) conversation too. Before we go, will you please tell everybody where they can connect with you and listen to your podcast and just anything else? Yeah, absolutely. My Instagram is Gretel Elizabeth and my podcast is Do It Today with Gretel Elizabeth and it is on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. 
And it's so good, you guys. I'm telling you, you need to go follow Gretel. She keeps it real. And she's just, like I said in the beginning, so fun to follow. I'm so grateful that you have taken the leap and you've just tried and you share your journey with people because I'm always encouraged by you. And I know that everybody who's listening, I'm sure they are too. So thank you so much for being here and sharing your story and for doing what you do. Thank you. And thank you for having me. This was so much fun. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to tune into another episode of the ByWord Show. I love having you here and I'm so thankful for your support. Don't forget to share a screenshot of this episode to let me know you were here. I can't wait to talk again soon, but in the meantime, be sure to come hang out with me on Instagram and remember, I am cheering you on.